From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sep Hendrickson and California Sportsman. The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's, Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Megastores Mega in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. Welcome back to Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors. That's what's actually going on. Kent Brown had a great show this morning. We're going to continue right now with two more hours of great outdoor entertainment having nothing to do with fishing and hunting and maybe some BSing along the way, too. That's funny. You said it was a great show. Normally, you would, I'd have said, how was it? You know, it, eh. No, I, I enjoy hearing the guys that are closer to my age on the show when BV and the guys show up. It's always a pleasure. Always fun to get the veterans out. Well, speaking of veterans, as we do every week, let's kick off the opening of the show with our good friend, the captain of the California Dawn and the new Eldorado 3, he, Captain he, James Smith. He and I now. both became a year older this week. Yes, you both yeah, did. we both did. And Happy you, birthday, James. And you both look it. Good morning, James. Happy birthday. Hey, good morning, Seth. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Hey, happy birthday, Kent. Yeah, yeah, we both we both survived another year with Sep, James. I can't believe it. I know. Mark this calendar. <laughs> Go ahead, Sep. I'm, sh- I'm sure I'll get an award someday. <laughs> hey, James, tell us what's going on out there in that salty water of yours. Well, uh, a lot more of the same. We're we're just been going up to uh, Fanny Shoals, playing around there. That fishing's still lights out, lights out on link cod. We had link cod limits all week long, and uh, pretty cool. I got to check out some new grounds the other day. Found a spot that had a bunch of reds and uh, a new area that has some link cod on it. So it's been more of the same. Anytime I can get offshore, we are getting a show, and I'm I'm telling people like this is rock cod fishing worth flying flying to like. If I lived in another state and I wanted to come fishing and, and, you know, how we all go to San Diego or go to Alaska, this is a flying destination type fishery right now. It's that good. So we've been doing a lot of that. Yesterday, though, check this out. Yesterday I fished Halibut. We had the air show. The Blue Angels are flying. And uh, it's today. It was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. We stayed in the bay. I caught 15 Halibut. I mean, they're still hanging out here this late in October. So we had... 15 halibut and got a great air show the blue angels man they do not they do not disappoint ever and the guys got over i think they got out of their fly zone the box zone or safety zone or whatever they shook this boat so hard my uh my nose started running that's how hard they came over the top of the house the boat and they scared the heck out of me i mean it was like close like oh my 
God. Well, James, that's just, that's just getting even for all those years. You scared the hell out of clients on board that boat of yours. Steer, steering with your feet. You, you know, they did the that on purpose, Sep. <laughs> I'm sure they identified that boat and strafed it a couple yes, of times. Yes, exactly right. Well, James, it's amazing that halibut's going, but you're so right about the fishing out there. You go up all the time to visit your family up in Alaska and the great fishing that they have up there. Now, maybe our lings aren't five, six feet long like some of those your brother picks up occasionally, but uh, yeah. this is world-class fishing. There is no question about it going on out there. And people that don't understand the opportunity are really missing out on something that's exciting, especially out there with everything else around you. God only knows if the whales are in there yet, but the shark, everything is out there, and you are in nature, folks, just having the time of your life catching Great, big, beautiful fish on a big, safe boat. That's one of the most important aspects of the whole thing. Well, James, as you could progress through this, you're going to start uh, dropping some crab pots here in November, I would imagine, too. Yeah, we're fired up. November 6th, barring any hiccups, we will be opening up for crab. Now, remember, you have to get a crab validation stamp this year. You also, if you have to have a uh, red marker on the end of your pots to signify that it's a sport pot, not a commercial. So a few changes, and, and hopefully, you know, barring any, you know, whales being around, hopefully they split. I haven't seen many lately, knock on wood. They were really thick about a week ago where we were getting a major whale show, and they're just whales as far as the eye can see. We had a little bit of weather in that that tends to chase them out. They just don't like the weather for some reason, and they split. So we haven't had any well issues. Um, well, well issues. Not that we ever have well issues, but we haven't seen the big numbers like we had seen the previous week. So hopefully they hit the road. Everything opens up on time. I can't imagine this, the uh, fishing game closing it for whales because the recreational fishery would just have an absolute meltdown on them, especially with COVID and a lot of these small businesses recovering. People are just looking for an out. So there'd be some uh, there'd be some pitchforks and torches lit for the uh, fishing game. So I really think that they're just gonna kind of bat an eye to this and just maybe like, okay, there's a few wells, but we're just gonna let it go and see what happens. Uh, type of attitude this year. So hopefully that that's the case. But for Saturday in November, November sixth, we're fired up. We'll be setting pots at midnight on the fifth and uh, taking our first clients out that next day. So, well, no crab entanglements last year at all with sport fishing crab pots. So if that doesn't speak politely and kindly of the sport fishermen, I don't know what does. Not to mention sport fishing doesn't put out hardly any pots compared to everybody else. James, give them all the hookup information they need. It's about to get even more exciting with crab opening up too. Folks, make reservations because some of these trips will end up being canceled due to weather. So you'll want to reserve it. Chances are you may wake up one morning, have a 30-mile-an-hour wind, and James will be on the phone to you shortly thereafter and saying, we're going to cancel the trip today if necessary. But make your reservations and plan on going out there, or you'll never get a seat and share in this great fishery. James, give them that hookup. The, the number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. We're uh, running, still running, you know, four days a week before the November 6th, and then it'll be every day after that. So hopefully another good season out there. Well, folks, if you're dropping your own crab pots, don't forget you've got to have that crab validation stamp. 
But if you're going out with James on one of the boats, all you need is a fishing license to go out there and have a great time and get a limit of 10 big Dungeness crab. Ugh, sounds good already. Marilyn's probably in there with a the cocktail sauce. <laughs> She's ready. James, have a great one, my friend. Thanks for hooking up with us. We always look forward to you kicking off the show every single week. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Count on See it, my did. friend. Thank you. James Smith on the Cal Don, and don't forget his even bigger boat, the E3. When you're calling to make reservations, let him know which one you want to go on. Quick break right now. If we come back, I got a tape for you of a big salmon coming on board, and then Real Magic's Captain Mark Merlin Cole joins us live right after this quick break. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.cal CaliforniaDawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat. Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. 
featuring the full line of Kingfisher boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, I was talking with uh, Mike Ogney a couple of days ago. He was uh, didn't invite <clears throat> didn't invite me out on a trip on the uh, Real Magic with him. He had a couple of his other buddies out there. Maybe that has something to do with your track record of showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I always show up when I want to be there. When you want to be there, yes. Yeah, I never cancel anybody at the last minute. That would be absolutely atrocious. Actually, what I'm doing is waiting for Jay to get off the phone so I can say push that button. Push boy. that button, Jay. Take a listen to this. Mike Ogney. Had a great experience with the big fish and uh, Merlin Kolb, the captain of the boat. He's right there with him. Listen to what these guys did on Thursday, I believe, without me. All right, Merlin, talk us through what's going on here. We got a fish on right now. Michelle is uh, trying to get the fish in. Nice fish. We're about 20 feet back right now. Mel, you're doing just fine. Hold that heading, Mel. Lift. Lift the fish. Got him in the net. You got him! Nice Michelle, you got him! <laughs> Beauty, Michelle. Look at that! Woo! Lower the rod tip, lower the rod tip. Alright. On the boat, in the deck. High five, Michelle! Alright, Seth, nice little beauty there, about 15 pounds in the box. That puts us right out of fish per rod for the day. Nice day, a little bouncy here. High overcast, 12, 14 knots of wind over a five foot swell not flat but beautiful day just huge huge fish yeah huge huge fish and i i I don't think i got the call on that trip but uh, apparently i was out of the house or my phone wasn't taking messages or whatever joining us right now is the man himself the guy that put mike ogney on fish because he couldn't find one with a blindfold on captain merlin kolb joins us right now the captain of the real magic good morning captain Hey, good morning and greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. It's dark, but we're ready to go this morning. Merlin, you sent me some photos this morning of nothing but pigs. Is that really what's coming in, or are these old photos? No, those are fresh, brand-new photos. We've got a big, nice batch of fish here in Bodega Bay that is surprising everyone. Uh, not me, though. I always have faith in what Bodega Bay will offer. Just a little bit late, I think some of these fish have been holding off, and they know that there's not enough water to come come in yet, so they're just kind of still doing what they do. But there are some big boys hanging around right now. Well, the photos that you've got here lined out on the dock, that big one's got to be 25 or 25-plus, and the others look like they're all over 20 pounds, too. That big one was 30 pounds, oh. and the next one down was was 27. That was a double. That's what we started our day with, just insanity, man, hooking those big fish like that, rip and drag, having to shuffle clients back and forth, left and right, over, under, try to keep the fish, you know, under control. They When they hit, they were so hot. Those were big kings. Oh, I know what they do. I caught one on a steelhead rod outside the gate one day, about a 35-pounder. It was like, oh, what am I supposed to do with this stick and fishing line on here? It was like I was fishing with thread. Exactly. Yeah, the uh, the big one uh, obviously was landed second, and uh, 
I think it bit second. Uh, we had just a hookup where they were only, you know, seconds apart. And uh, the big one came up on the wrong side of the boat, and the lines were twisted, and we had to, like, over, under, and shift people left and right. Yeah, I edited but, all um, of we edited all of that stuff out of your thing because it was turn the boat right, turn the boat left, get over to the left side, get the starboard engine. And I'm thinking the public doesn't want to hear that. They want to hear how big is it, and they want to hear the cheer when the fish comes across the back of the boat. You gotta have a boatload of happy people on board every single day now with the great action you're experiencing out there for those pigs. Everybody would like to catch a monster instead of five or six six pounders, wouldn't they? Yeah, that day was really special. We had Mike aboard and we had uh, Wayne Moore and his wife Michelle of fifty years. Wayne was my little league baseball coach, so that was pretty special. It's funny you look older than he was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Merlin, action up there is going to continue for a while, obviously, as those fish are not looking like they're ready to race in right now. But we do have some rains coming in the next week and a half to two weeks, or at least chance of rain, up to 30 40% in some cases in about two weeks. So they're not going to hang there long, and you're obviously taking advantage of the situation like a good captain should. Yeah, the uh, big boy Bodega Winds blew yesterday, and so I'm a little nervous about what's happening to what what was forming up. So we'll see. We're going to get after them this morning and get in the same general area and make some nice offerings, a straight bait and blue hoochies, and uh, see if we can get another bite. Well, one of the best parts about it is you've got a great network of other captains out there, and you guys all communicate, talking about your longitude, latitude, and where you are. And obviously, it doesn't take too long for everybody to start getting in on the action. This happens every year, folks. Some of the big fish start getting in closer to shore in the Bodega area as they stage coming into the through the San Francisco Bay and on up our rivers. There's a lot of activity in the rivers right now, a lot of fish fresh, and some of them are getting a little on the dark side. But we have fish to come through year-round up in our river systems now. So you've got a good surge coming, and obviously there's a ton of them left out in the ocean for next year and the following years. That's a great plus to have. Merlin, crab season's right around the corner. I imagine you guys are ready for that, too. That's right. We're all ready to get our crabby dance on. Uh, the Our crab block is serviced, and we're currently working on pots, getting them all dressed up and ready for the big season. We're uh, a little anxious about what the state's going to do regarding our opener. Uh, they, they are they're uh, doing what they do and making things challenging for us sportsmen out here. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna be ready when they announce it. We're gonna be ready. Well, hopefully there won't be any issues with whales, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from uh, them if there's some domoic acid things that might delay the opener of it. Let's keep our fingers crossed that this year we don't have to deal with any of that, especially with COVID and everything else setting businesses back. Let's get out there. Let's have some fun. Let's get some crab along with some great fishing. Merlin, give them the hookup info they need to book a trip with you on The Real Magic. Hey, that's great. Thank you very much. Uh, your listeners can get a hold of us at uh, 707-875-BOAT. That's our phone number. You can find us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. Merlin, you got a great boat, and it's fast, and it's efficient. We appreciate you joining us on the show, and we're going to be fishing with you pretty darn soon because Maryland's already got her cocktail sauce ready for the crab. Yeah, come on, get your crabby dance on. We can't wait to have you. I'll bring uh, this. Happy birthday. Happy late birthday, Kent. 
Hey, I'll bring the skirt. We'll all do some dancing on board. Take care, Merlin, and thanks for hooking up with us today. You know, he is an absolutely great guy, good personality, dancing around that boat. You know, the kind of guy you want to, if you're, you know, you're going to charter a boat, you want that kind of captain with you. That's what you you want. He's giving you a bad time all the time. He's happy as soon as you get on the boat, and he wants you to catch him. And And he's even happier when he sees some fish. Hey, we got to throw something out real quick before we go to Jay, Sep, and, uh, want to remind you know, a lot of our folks headed out to the river that Discovery Park is closed. Yeah, you, you guys with the drift boats I passed on the going across there, <laughs> yeah. you don't even try to launch at Discovery in your yeah, drift boat this morning. Discovery, Discovery Park is closed all weekend long uh, due to Aftershock, the big concert going yeah, we're on We're not there. talking about an earthquake, but we're no. talking about some loud music. Yeah, the big concert going on at Discovery Park. So traffic's kind of messed up, but the launch ramp will be closed through Sunday. So if you love rock and roll, don't go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there, but you know, I probably shouldn't uh, crap on them. But what the heck? It's not 105.1. That's a fact. <laughs> there we go. You might get in trouble just for saying that. Yeah. Well, it's our station, so we're the, good there. Won't be the first time, <laughs> nor will it be the last. This gentleman, speaking of the last, he's the one of the last guys to leave sturgeon fishing last year. Seems to be one of the first of the guys to switch to to uh, sturgeon this year. Remember, many many years ago, we had the sturgeon kid, a young punk named Jay Lopes, hooking up with us. Well, now we have the mature Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing, one of the top sturgeon he is fishers. Not matured. <laughs> one of the top sturgeon fishers in the West, folks. With right hook sport fishing, the man knows how to do it. He's joining us live, and he's going to tell you what's going on out there as far as action goes. Tell us about it, my friend. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning from the Pittsburgh Marina. I know there's a lot of stripers out there, but there's even more sturgeon sniffing around at your baits. What's that? I missed that. You broke up. I said, I know there's a lot of stripers out there, but there's a lot of sturgeon sniffing your baits right now. Oh yeah, no. The sturgeon fishing is uh, kind of right where we left it in the uh, in the spring. It's uh, I wouldn't say um, standard fall fishing, but it's pretty darn uh, traditional uh, fishing for us here in the uh, in the lower delta here of uh, the Pittsburgh Straits. Um, I mean, so we can't complain about the action. Lots of bites, lots of hookups, lots of ripping drags, lots of aerial shows. Um, it just feels right, um, and we are catching and hooking i i can't even explain how many opportunities we we were getting uh last we've been off the water the last handful of days because of the wind but we fished five days last week and and we were getting an excess of 30 bites a day um so great action taking place right now in the the pittsburgh area jay it's uh is it a mix of big oversized undersized and takeables or is it uh all lows and little guys uh, you know what it's a little bit of everything there's a lot of undersized fish biting right now when the water's warm like this um, these little guys are just super aggressive and they do beat the, uh, the bigger ones, the bait sometimes, but we are, uh, getting our fair share of keepers. I think we had as many as, uh, nine keepers and oversized one day, uh, last week. So that was, uh, great fishing. But we're averaging about, I'd say three to six slots and overs per day. Um, you know, we don't really talk limits here on this boat. We don't really harvest as many, uh, as, uh, we used to, uh, we, we do take our fair share. We don't mind keeping a fish here or two, uh, but we do throw back and give back to the fishery. And you know, now that we've kind of figured out how to catch these things really, really consistent, um, we've been uh, really getting the enjoyment of catching these fish, educating the people, and, you know, like I say, throwing a few back, keeping one or two for the table, and enjoying some, you know, because they are really good table fare, but, you know, putting that fish back in the water, watching them swim off and catching them another day, it's uh, 
quite the feeling when you uh, when you have that opportunity to have a chance to do so with a, a fish is uh, like the sturgeon that you know releases so well. So, Jay, with a with your typical uh, slot fish, how many pounds of fillets are you getting off of one of those? Um, let's see, like a fifty inch fish, they probably yield a good fifty percent. So they're about forty five, fifty pounds for that size fish, maybe fifty five incher. Um, so you get you know twenty twenty five pounds of meat, which is a lot of a lot of. Meat. It certainly is, and that's why I'm bringing it up. That's five pounds of meat for five people. You only really need to keep one on board for all of you to have tons of food. It isn't necessary for all five of those sturgeon to be hanging there and dying and not released. Think about it when you're out there, folks. I I had this cathartic experience years ago. I'll tell you about it real quick. My next-door neighbor, when I was growing up as a kid, would lay sturgeon out on his driveway. And he'd just let him slowly die there on his driveway. And i go, man, fresh meat? I, shouldn't they kill those, fillet it, process it, get it chilled down and everything? And I, I started thinking, this is really a cool, cruel way for fish to die. This isn't right. So I started thinking, boy, the sturgeon's been around forever. It's, you know, a great, beautiful fish. we got to care for these more. But I enjoy sturgeon meat. So every now and then we'll keep a little sturgeon and have a great time. But every other fish, we let go. And I hope that more and more of the people out there do. They certainly have the right to take whatever they want. But I'm thrilled to see that the captains, that especially the ones that we highlight here on California Sportsman, are all educating the clients and moving on and uh, only taking what they need, not just grabbing everything they can. And Jay, i, I got to compliment you for talking to your clients about it, too, and sharing the information with them. And once again, it's your right, folks. You can take whatever you want. But please, consider the fishery and keep only what you need. Now, Jay, I've taken up all your time talking about that. I know you fish stripers a little bit, too. A lot of action going out there. What are you hearing? Yeah, there's a few stripers taking place. Um, you know, the guys, uh, the fish are a little lower in the system. They are not haven't really moved totally up in San Joaquin. Uh, they're in the upper Sassoon Bay, Honker Bay area. Guys are doing really well. Honker. Um, we've been Honker Bay, yes. Those, there's some stripers hanging around there. We've been uh, fishing Metro Salmon as well a little bit. Um, that's gradually getting okay to decent at best. So um, we're hooking one to two a day there. Nothing great there. We fished there the last couple of days. Um, but we're, our focus is going to be the sturgeon. And, uh, you know, we have good weather uh, today and tomorrow. And then it looks like the first part of the week we're going to lose our trips. Comes a wind. We got big, heavy north winds coming in. Yeah, Monday, maybe so. even into Tuesday, you'll have a little wind. Well, Jay, give them all the hookup for Right Hook Sport Fishing so they can get out there and book a trip with you because you know what's going to happen later on. All those dates are going to be filling in real quick. Yes, they are. And uh, give us a call, area code 916-417-5670, and check us out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Check out the Facebook page. We're going to post up everything and um, we would love to have you guys out in the water. We have about two months left of our annual season because everyone knows we stopped just a little bit short of the first of the year. But, uh, you know, we got a couple months here to get you out in the books, and uh, and uh, hopefully we uh, fill a tag for you so you could uh, have some sturgeon for uh, for Thanksgiving or even Christmas meal and, mm. and uh, put some back in the water for another day and catch them in the spring. Poor man, It's poor man's lobster as far as I'm concerned. It's great stuff. Captain Jay Lopes. You know, I give him a bad time, folks, but he is truly one of the best when it comes to sturgeon fishing anywhere in the West. I'd put him up against anybody. Jay, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. We'll see you guys. Happy birthday, Kent. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, bud. Quick break right now. When we get back from that, Kent Brown's going to play Regina, <laughs> I think. Maybe. 
It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Paulina Peak Tackle, a top producer of fishing tackle designed for dedicated kokanee salmon anglers. Paulina Peak Tackle makes high-quality, effective ultralight dodgers, lures, spinners, hoochies, and more in a wide variety of fish-catching color combinations. Whether you're trolling your favorite close-to-home kokanee lake or that trophy destination of a lifetime, Paulina Peak Tackle's erratic actions and vibrations consistently attract fish to strike. If you're looking for sure-fire fish-catching combos for kokanee, look no further. Check them out at your favorite tackle store or see the entire line at paulinapeaktackle.com. Order online or call 755-224-2205. When you're looking for the latest in fishing gear, accessories, and live bait, Elkhorn Bait and Tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun. Elkhorn Bait has high-quality rods and reels for every type of fishing in Northern California, from trout to bass, sturgeon to stripers, and salmon to shad. And more important, Elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street in Elkhorn Boulevard. West of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, we're back, and it's time for Live Long in the Outdoors. And Kent is not wearing lipstick this morning, filling in mm, for Regina. Can't put it on a pig. No, <laughs> no matter how much yeah. lipstick we put on there. What do you- Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon it knows started. the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, Here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. No, it's not. Hi, Regina. Yeah, no, it's not. But you know what? Uh, Not too far from Regina and uh, and everybody else 
coming Saturday, November the 6th, is the uh, the annual, although we didn't get to have it last year, the NorCal Guide and Sportsman's Association's Fundraising Dinner. Um, and this thing is it's a monster. It's a monster dinner. James Stone and the, and the entire uh, crew do a great job up there. And there's so much, I mean, uh, to talk about what you can do and, but you know, you can get, uh, you can get a table, do the table raffle, vinyl boat wrap ticket, early bird drawing. There's a hundred plus guns, 75 plus guided trips, five lifetime fishing licenses. Uh, I mean, just the last time you needed help carrying everything to the car. I got to tell you folks, this is the biggest event. This just puts the shame to every other event that's out there. These guys do it and do it strong and do it right. They fill up that hall. It is packed with people. Uh, probably as many people are out seeing Metallica. This exactly. It's a, they do a great job with it. Uh, it's a, you know, catered by double S barbecue, but anyway, you get, get all the information, uh, and get online tickets at you know, the now, website. Now is a great time to start rat holding those hundred dollar bills into the corner of your wallet where the for wife that doesn't night. see it for that yeah, night. Exactly. Uh, NCGASA, NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association dot org. Uh, you can get on their, uh, their website. Check it out and uh, and get tickets whether you want to buy a whole table or uh, just a couple of dinner tickets for you and a friend and uh, come out and join god everybody who's anybody in the fishing business and guide business i'm sure we'll all be there I'm i gotta sure get will. i gotta get a table full and we'll load it all up yep. again saturday november the 6th the yuba city fairgrounds uh at the main hall so make plans to do that one uh support a great organization and it's great to see they're actually able to have a dinner uh, and uh, and raise those funds to continue our, the fight for all the things they do. So. Thank you, sir. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondu Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown, do you have your call suspended from your <laughs> rearview mirror? No, 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 not at all. Because I have two trucks. I actually have two different calls. That's why I bought you that one a couple of years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. You know, I have not, I don't think I've got to take that uh, that call you bought me into the field yet with all the crazy water conditions. Water? And, Where's water? You know, it, it is it is waterfowl season, and, and we're definitely looking, uh, you know, the, the northeast is open. Last weekend was the early Canada goose season. And I got to tell you, man, reports were sketchy. Um, you know, there were, you know, the guys up in Northeastern and the far yeah. corners of the remote places probably blew the hell out they of They did, you know, in the Central Valley, actually, they shot a bunch of birds in the Central Valley. Oh, golf the, courses are down a few birds. Right. There. Yeah. Let's hope. But that's, that is the problem though. These geese are so accustomed to going from golf courses to, to, uh, metropolitan watering holes. We might have the highest taxes in the world, but we do have the best habitat for ducks and geese. Yeah. Golf courses. So yeah, it, it is kind of crazy, but you know, we're all looking towards that balance of the state opener uh, coming up October the 23rd. The key right now, whether you're in the Northeast, 
down here, the Central Valley, water. you got to have water. And uh, if you drive up through the valley right now, man, the rice harvest is full-blown. It's going. Um, you know, you, you're seeing the trucks on the road. If you, you run down Highway 99 or up 5 and anywhere that they're still growing rice, you're seeing – uh, the harvesters go and the bank outs go and the trucks hauling everything out. So they're, they're in full blown harvest. And mode. there's areas that are just dry as a bone out there too. We were yeah. cruising up through Pleasant Grove the other day, going up and visiting some friends. And man, it's just dry as a bone. The wind's yep. blowing and dust is everywhere and all the rice fields are all right. dug and sitting there. Right. Yeah. A lot of the rice is, uh, is, is in the process of harvesting or, or being harvested. But here's the key. We, you know, they're going to, they're going to get it harvested. They're going to get the fields rolled. They have to have water. Uh, decomp. that decomp water to go on there. They don't burn the rice any, any longer. And, uh, really the decomp water is what the duck clubs operate under and, uh, whether or not they're going to get that decomp water with the low water conditions we're in is the big question. So the guys that know they're going to have water or traditionally have water all the time, right. even in low water situations, they're going to have good shooting. Probably. Yeah. And some of those clubs and some of the guided clubs that we talk to the guys there are, are well clubs. So they actually, you know, pump out of a well. Problem with well clubs is you got to pay to pump that water, so it gets a little. I hear electricity is a little on the pricey side too. It is, it is. So I mean, we're looking at uh, really super low water conditions and not a lot of flooded conditions in the northeast, which should push those birds into the valley a little bit quicker. How about ammo? <clears throat> well, ammo's ammo's popping up. You know, we're see we're definitely seeing places with ammo. You know, steel shot. Um, you know, we're definitely seeing duck loads being okay. Um, so they're caught you know, up. They're caught up with yeah, a shotgun the, perspective, and they're behind on all the heavy stuff, yeah, the thirty the six and big loads. The duck, uh, you know, the duck stores, the duck shops. Yeah, uh, you Pacific know, like Flyway, Pacific Flyway, Kittles, those kind of guys. They have, uh, they have everything. I was in a couple of our Bass Pro stores, and they had, they actually had um, a lot of steel shot. I was surprised with uh, with what's out there. But you know, it's a great time for duck hunters to pay attention to what they've got going on. Repaint some decoys. You know, if you've got, uh, you hunt over a lot of pintail decoys, get you some white paint, whiten those decoys That's what back old up. Billy John Quinto used to tell us, clean yep. them up, paint them up, paint them up, them down. clean the decoys. Like you said, put the calls in the truck, uh, work on that a little bit. Um, go down to Quail Point, shoot a couple of rounds of sporty clays Absolutely. and get used to, you know, gosh, a lot of us haven't shot for a year or more. Um, you know, so get used to burning some gunpowder again. You know, when you shoot regularly, you get so good and so cocky and so confident that you yeah. hit almost anything. Yeah. And then you don't go for a year and you're just nervous that you're not going to hit a damn thing. <laughs> exactly. You lose all that timing, all that muscle memory and everything. And that's what sporting clays is all about as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Get down and do that. And, and a great time too, to start setting up your blinds. Uh, blind covers, getting everything um, ready to go there. It's a great opportunity, especially if you're going to be shooting in the same, you know, tank or same blind. Um, cover that stuff up, get it ready. Um, it's going to be one of those years where there's not a lot of water, so every time they fly over water, they're going to get shot at. You probably want to make sure you've got everything hidden up pretty well. And there'll be plenty of opportunities for game wardens to get out because there'll be fewer places that they're well, exactly. shooting. So my suggestion is that you make sure you got your plug in there. <laughs> yeah, plug and steel shot and all that other fun stuff. But, uh, you know, the, the waterfowl season's upon us. Um, and, you know, it's like a lot of things in the outdoors except right now we don't know. Uh, we're excited for it. We're ready for it. Gosh darn it. We walked outside and it's a, uh, you know, a little chillier this morning. The little. north wind's going to blow on Monday and it, that just wakes duck hunters up. But 
um, we're just in a situation where we're in a, we got a lot of don't know right now. Well, rain coming supposedly 20, yeah, yeah. 30, 40 percent in the next week to two weeks. So yeah. maybe we'll get a little bit squeezed. We saw out snow. Of it. We saw snow in the mountains, hey, uh, yesterday. I, I got a text. Richard Burton was heading over to Silver Lake. I yeah. know you're listening down there in Fresno, Clovis, Richard. You Did he get sent me. home? Well, they're kind of petrified sometimes when it starts snowing because they got to get over those passes and they closed yeah. 88, they closed 89. Yeah, monitor, they and closed everything. I yeah. think he's running Tioga. Yeah. So he was racing home, so he didn't get stuck over at uh, Silver Lake on the he's eastern side. He's got nothing of else year. to do. He might as well get stuck. Well, he's going back and he's going to help teach <laughs> at the school down at Honda for uh, over in the training classes over there. Get the new guy that replaced him started. So he's going to help him out for a week. Well, one of the sure bets set uh, to wrap up our duck segment is uh, the state and federal wildlife refuges throughout the state, and uh, you can make reservations on the California Department of Fish or put in uh, to be drawn for reservations on the. Uh, uh, wildlife.ca.gov website, uh, the California Department of Fish and Wildlife website. And you can always go up there and sweat it out and try to get in. Uh, but a lot of guys, uh, I know, with that. a lot of guys, I know we're excited about it. And at least with the, uh, a lot of the state run refuges, they, they will have some water. They have water. They'll have birds. I hid under a bush one time thinking it was a blind out at Gray Lodge. <clears throat> That's yeah, what happens you when were you get guy. on the sweat line. You were the guy. Yeah. So, well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate you filling in for Regina. Let's play our way out of that. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both a lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Form Spinning Reel incorporates a Magnum Light Rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Form features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagerty gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear 2 technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also Boasting next level of rotational performance. All Shimano rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with Shimano. And joining us now live from our Sacramento Fisherman's Warehouse store, the man himself, the rod father, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. And uh, I saw the photos. Tell our listeners where you were fishing this week. Well, I love this cool weather. It's starting to make these uh, northern bass bite. I'm way, 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 way north. I'm almost up to West Sacramento, but uh, they're starting to chew. Got some nice fish. Warren caught a damn ten pound salmon on a spinner bait. <laughs> <laughs> Only Warren could do that. What what spinnerbait yeah. was he tossing? There's probably a hundred guys. That different than a silver troncep. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. That's kind of what nah, I'm thinking. He was, throwing, he was throwing a Blade Runner white and chartreuse spinnerbait. He, actually, he had a, about a seven or eight pound bass on right before that, and he lost it right at the boat. And then about three casts later, he caught a salmon. I, man, this guy is born lucky. I don't know. Well, I don't know about born lucky or not, but uh, Kent is now looking at your two photos on my phone, and uh, he's staring a hole through them. Those are pretty impressive fish you caught. What size were they? Yeah, we had I had over a twenty pound bag, very easy, and I was so far north you don't see any boats up there, and uh, the only boat I see up there is these um, workers from the state that are checking those. Uh, they have some uh, traps up there for salmon and. Uh, steelhead and they go by me all the time but they're the only boats i ever see up there 
So it doesn't matter if you're fishing there on a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They don't see boats. Well, that's kind of the place to go. I've always said for years, you know, opening day or any of the openers anywhere, go where nobody is fishing because that's better chance there than over there where all the fish are spooked. So you have a yeah. much better opportunity to intercept them. Well, Alan, the striper fishing was phenomenal last week. Have we seen a change in that with a little bit cloudier water? Yeah, it's, um, you can still find a lot of clear water. There's more fish moving in the system. You know, they got that big derby down there today. Um, Michael, you know, the other manager, he's out there, out there fishing. Their slot limit is 25 inch, but the way they measure it from the fork, it's probably going to be like a seven or eight pounder. That way they don't bring in those, you know, fish over 10 pounds and kill them. Sure. So it should be a pretty good way in with a lot of fish being caught. Trawlers, bait fish are casting. I think the best opportunity is the guys that are casting because they're catching them in two to five feet of water. Hard to troll when you're in that shallow. What's getting a lot of grass. What should they be tossing back there? What's the best offering? And uh, hopefully you've got a whole peg hook full of them in the store. Yeah, any kind of uh, minnow imitation, five inch with a half ounce to three eighth ounce jig head in it. And just go work the grass flats, and everywhere you see the current pushing in and opening, should get four or five fish, and then just move on a little bit. You know, about four but or they, five they, years ago, the guys were tossing the chartreuse out there, and they were tossing that flame orange minnow imitation. Is anybody tossing colors anymore, or is it all white? Um, white and white and chartreuse. Um, a lot of the guys are tipping the tails with chartreuse. I don't know if it makes a difference. When them fish are feeding, they just dial in if you got it. With no grass on there, you're probably going to hook up. All impulse strikes, you think? They're all just racing for it to be the first one to the party? You know, they're feeding out Sherman. There's a lot of jellyfish starting to come in there. You know, it tells you that the water is getting backish. Um, actually, a friend of mine kept a couple seven-pounders last week, and they actually had jellyfish in them. Wow. <laughs> Next, you're going to be telling me you're Tell me ca- you're going to be catching sharks up there pretty soon. <laughs> well, well I- they need that they need that barrier up. They will. Well, you take out you take uh, Warren with you, and he'll hook a shark on a spinner bait. You can <laughs> yeah. bet on it. Yeah. Either that or a, either that or a sturgeon. Well, what are the guys telling you across the counter? What are the clients that are stopping into Fisherman's Warehouse stores telling you that they're fishing? Salmon. For? All about salmon, salmon right now. Yeah, the you know there's a lot of fish in the system. There's guys catching them. I think um, if you're out there grafting, remember when you graft the river, you want to be going downstream. And if you see them on the bottom, then I'd be trolling a Silvertron. If you see them up high, use the, um, that dodger with the with the Brad's cut plug because that thing spins. It's covering about 10 feet of water on the it, water call. It covers some ground. That new 360 dodger is out now, too. I would imagine you've got all those in stock. Yeah. Folks, if oh, you haven't know. if you haven't seen it yet, you need it. Ask for it at your favorite tackle shop, and that better be Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. Stop in and ask for the Brad's 360 Flasher. I know they've got it. If they don't have it yet, it's already on its way. Uh, James Netzel is out fishing this morning, and he's got them going through the water. We'll talk to him later on this morning. Well, folks, stop by your yep. favorite Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and make sure you pick up the items that you need for a successful trip, and you can bet they've got it all, and you can get it through their mail order, too, off the website. Kent? Hey, Alan, real quick, with Discovery Park being yeah. closed this weekend, what's uh, everybody's best option for Metro Salmon for launching? Um, 
probably Garcia Ben. It's probably going to be a rat house there. Yeah. I would say Garcia. I'm not sure if Miller's open, but it should be. But there might not be no docs. Yeah. Yeah. So Miller or Garcia is going to be your two best bets probably. Yep. It's going to be, little, going to be a little crowded. <laughs> if, yep. if you go to Discovery, there's going to be a whole bunch of guys banging their heads on trees. Uh, you don't even want to be near that place. No. You can't even get in there. No. they got tents all over the place. Yeah. yeah. i, I got to drive by there on my way out of here, bud. That yep. should be entertaining. <laughs> there you have it. All well, right, buddy. Alan, thanks so Bye. much. We always enjoy your input. And, folks, stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store, Manteca, Fairfield, or right there in Sacramento on Sea Allen. Pick his brain or what's left of it on the fishery you want to learn about. Thanks, Al. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Take care. All right. Quick break right now. We come back. Mr. Mike Ogney joins us with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report right after this quick. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish. Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's super baits and cut plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's killer fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to Excellence Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. Brad's is the leader in marine electronics. 
design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Good morning, Seth. How are you? Oh, you sound like you're outside. Are you standing by that boat again? No, I, was, I wish I was out on the boat again. <laughs> it's just, Pretty- I'm saying it, man, it's like, I'm going to go this afternoon. What is the weather like? I'm checking, I'm looking, I'm looking at, at the weather. I'm waiting to come up on the show here going, oh, should I go out again this afternoon? There's some big fish out there. Tell me about it. I saw the photos you sent me. My goodness. Those are oh, monsters. Yeah, I know. I jumped on. We had uh, we just had a, a light load of uh, four guys on uh, Thursday, so I went out and I uh, I played deckhand with, uh, with 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 Merlin. But you know, he'll never he'll never let me run the uh, the the, the uh, back deck because he, he just has to have that control. To, no, you run the boat. So we got. Uh, <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. So, He's a great personality he, on no, board that no, boat. It's, it's so great. It's so great. We're actually a, a really good team, but we're like an old, an old married couple. <laughs> well, and, uh, that comes with being old and being married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, our, 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 our first action of the day, we're about 15 minutes into it. We, we get a double of 30 pounders. Uh, the first one was 28. The second one was 31. We land both of those, have a little bit of a lull, get another one, then a long lull. And uh, in the afternoon, we, we picked up um, three more fish, and uh, we ended up with six fish for five people with an honest, like, 23, 24-pound average. I mean, we had one 12-pounder in, in, in the, uh, the the mix. The rest were over – well, the most of the rest were over 23 pounds. The rest were 23 to 30 pounds. There was one about 15 pounds – Kind of brought the average down a little bit, and the other four were just just big old pigs. Yes, they pigs. are. There's oh, no word. Fish. There's no word for it other than pig. I even wrote it off on the side of my notes here. Pigs, twenty pounds plus. You know, Mike, you have a lot of experience fishing salt. You deckhanded years ago. You've been out there for decades fishing the salt. You kind of have a feel for these late season big fish. Tell our listeners what they can expect over the next couple of weeks as they start well, rolling what around the corner. What excites me about this is, is that fifteen that, that fish that was like fifteen sixteen pounds had immature row in it. Next um, year's fish, that's what you want. Next year's fish, it's like I think it's going to be thirty five pounds by this time. Next it was year. it was three years ago. We were catching six pound adults out there. Yeah, and it's just. Uh, we're out there, and uh, there's there's some, you know, these fish that are sitting off the the uh, Sonoma coast. We got a lot of bait that's happening off of Ten Mile Beach. We were in just so everybody knows, we were down at the top end of Ten Mile Beach, and anywhere from seventy to one hundred and twenty feet of of uh, water. 
and there's pockets of bait down there. You find the bait, and the fish kind of find you. Put your time in, you're going to be rewarded. But I think a lot of these fish are headed for the Golden Gate, and those fish are going to bend the corner and be uh, playing uh, off of Duxbury and the Towers and Rocky Point and Muir Beach another uh, week, week and a half. But uh, we're winding down the last uh, few weeks of the uh, season here, and there's some really big, I mean, fish of a lifetime to be caught. We lost one. I should say I lost one. I popped a leader on a fish. I have not popped a leader on a fish. What pound test was your leader? 25 pounds. <laughs> and I picked up this rod, and it was just this, you know, it was that, that two-and-a-half-foot-long pump, and this the fish would not turn, and he was just running, and I didn't pull back. I wasn't reeling. I was just sitting there on a fairly firm drag, and the uh, the leader popped, and it was it was my fault. It was a leader that I put on. Um, on my last trip out, which was like six, eight weeks ago, because I've been messing around up in Alaska. Got a little, like got a little shredded and needed to be and replaced. I, and I got a little lazy, is what it was. And it's just like boom, boom, big old pulls and think. Probably and a fi- like, probably a forty or fifty pounder. You blew it. it. It probably probably blew that fish. But you know, I'm going to be out there trying again this afternoon and I might be out tomorrow afternoon and next week I'm going to go. I might even, I might even, you know, if it slows down uh, for, for us, I might jump down with my good buddy, Jared Davis and get on the salty lady and go down to a, to a Duxbury and, and, and go and go in, you know, a big party boat, but it's the last few weeks of the season. There's some big, big, I mean, fish, fish of a lifetime around. There's no place better to be a 30 pounder. There's no place better to get a big fish right now than Bodega Bay, period. I don't care what you say. We hear it every single year that we've got decent fishing out there. These are either early fall, late fall, or early winter fish that are in their system because they're generally a little bit larger size like this. Obviously, the ocean is healthy again. The food chain is redeveloped. And all this is working in our direction, and we want to thank Mother Nature for that. And I'm seeing some really positive stuff from the department, how they're going to be increasing the numbers of salmon that they plant this year to help make up for some of the losses and getting them downstream. We'll learn more about that. I'll have the department come on and explain it all. And Mike Ogney, being one of the members of the Golden Gate Salmon Association Board of Directors, is uh, on top of it, folks. And you can bet that he and the the entire people, all these staff at uh, uh, Gun, excuse me, of the California, I'll be fine as soon as I remember the name of the organization. And the Golden State Salmon Thank you. Gold, I keep saying California instead of Golden and have, State. And we have, we have a little report. We got, we just got back all the data from the, uh, from the 2019 tagging. Um, I, I, well, the 2019 return. It yes. was, they were fish tagged back in, in, in 2017. And, and we're and we have a report that we're going to be showing to the department from all of that information that shows that with trucking we are essentially adding hatcheries without building them. Yeah, I think by just moving the by by moving the locations of where these fish are are, are are dumped is is like adding hatcheries without building them. Yes. And it's just, it's, it's, it's really exciting they, stuff. They, they seem to be kind of coming around a little bit on this. So let's get the department hooked up. Let's get them in here and tell them, tell us what they're going to be doing. And then, uh, 
I think we're going to see some. I hope we see the improvements that everybody is hoping for. Mike, I want to thank you for hooking up with us today and sharing all the great information. Folks, last chance. Book your trip on the real magic. You got a couple of weeks left before those fish will be in here and the river guys will be catching them. Real quick, give them the phone number for real magic. It's super simple. 707-875-BOAT. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you joining us. And I do every week on this show, my friend. Take care. Thanks, bud. All right. Take it easy. You guys know how it works. We got a lot of show ahead still for you. I've got an interesting letter from a customer, from a customer, from a fisherman, and I want to share some of that with you, too. A guy looking for to get educated, to find out where he can get taught how to fish. We'll talk about that, too, a bit. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season is coming up quick. It's time to start thinking about getting your dog up to speed. For waterfowl, work on conditioning, bumper drills, and being steady until released. For upland game, work on conditioning, quartering back and forth, and stopping and standing still with the will command, especially with distractions. If you need some help, call to book a lesson or to drop off your dog for a couple weeks of preseason tune-up to 530 735-6517 or check out olivehillkennels.com If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Antica, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all of your angling needs. The new Shimano Stratic C300, C400, and 500 models will increase your hookup rate and are equipped with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep-sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Be sure to check out our online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Here we go, baby. Broadcasting from the Power Business Technology Toshiba Studio. KHTKAM and HD1 Sacramento. KYMX HD2 Sacramento. This is Sports 1140 KHTK, your home of the Sacramento Kings. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. 
Hey, we're back, and we've got a show full coming your way here. We're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain Justin Leonard. He's on the Sacramento River. Well, either that or he's chasing stripers in the Delta. We'll find out. It's either kings or stripers for him today. Steve Carson is going to try to reach us from the decks. I think he's on board the searcher this week. We're keeping our fingers crossed. The phone call comes in. He's checked the lines a couple of times. Captain James Netzel's fishing sack Metro Kings. Or maybe stripers. I don't know. I don't tell him what to do in the morning. We're going to find out when we check with him. But he's pulling that Brad's new 360 flasher. So it's probably got to check for some salmon out there. Captain Steve Mitchell with Hookup Sport Fishing hooks up with us, talking Delta Sturgeon and Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. I challenged him to come up with where would you go fishing if you could fish every day next week. So he's going to have some great suggestions for you, too. Let's waste no time. Let's hook up with the man himself, professional guide from Outcast Guide Service, Justin Leonard, joins us. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Tell us about it, guy. What's been going on out in your rivers? Are you salmon fishing today or striper? I am salmon fishing. Um, no, we wanted to be striper fishing yesterday, and that wind kind of blew us off there. So yesterday was not a bad bite for the salmon ground, so we decided to come back up here. But uh, about a fish a rod is what we're doing on a daily basis. That's generalistic. That's that's what it is. Um, great quality, though. Just a fish a rod is about what we're doing. I imagine some guys are catching limits and bragging about it all morning and taking off early, waving at everybody. Yep. That <laughs> never fails. That was me till I got skunked about three trips in a row. And that'll that'll change your attitude real quick. Well, the king salmon action is obviously going to get a little bit better here or a little bit bigger. Are you seeing many big fish come through? And what are you using to intercept the fish? What technique? Overall, a lot of two- and three-year fish. Uh, lately, down here, we've been seeing a lot of, like, 12 to 16-pounders with an occasional 20, 25. Uh, not a whole lot over that. Yesterday, we did have two fish come to the boat that were about 25, so... There's definitely some opportunity for larger fish. And then, uh, actually, I'm sitting on anchor on Silvertrons, and I do have a couple of quick dish brads back there. I got two lures that are just wigglers and killers, but kind of seems to be that they won't touch any lures other than those ones. And then uh, Silvertron spinners on anchor. You doing anything special for scent? Um, You know, yesterday the garlic crawfish broke here was working really good. Put that on it. Only got a bite, so that was a little golden ticket yesterday, and we'll see what today brings. But play with them until they decide they want then or decide they want a bite. Just keep on swapping out. But I know sardine was working the other day, and then we had a herring. Herring was working the other day as well. So it's just kind of play with it throughout the day until you find one that they're gonna bite. That's the name of the game, no matter what fish you're going after. No question about that. It's not up to you. It's up to them. You just get the opportunity to entice them. They get the opportunity to take the strike. Well, you probably fished a little bit of striper action, too. What are you seeing down in that neck of the woods? What are the guys telling you? Um, So those guys, most of the fishing we're seeing is Broad Slough, Sherman Island, that area, uh, both St. Joaquin and Sackside. The spoon bite was really good there for a few days, and the water temp's still up there, 70 degrees, 69, 60, depending on what kind of where you are, time of day, everything like that. But um, the spoon bite was actually out fishing the minnow bite there for a while. And there's a lot of birds down there. They're looking for bait. They're on bait. Stripers, there's a few boils, not a ton, but there's definitely boils down there if you're one of those guys who want to go cast on them. Um, top water, swim bait, that stuff. And then, uh, but the spoon bite's been really good, and it was out fishing the minnows the other day, like four to one. 
Not bad. Not bad at all. That's exactly what you want. Well, the great part is you got a couple of wonderful options there. And I got to warn you, make sure you change your leaders because you got some big dogs coming around the corner. We, I don't know if you heard Mike Ogney earlier, not a fish under 20 pounds, 25s, 27, 32, 37 pounders they got the other day on Thursday. Those fish are kegging up right up there at Bodega Bay. They're going to come right down and make that left-hand turn and come in the bay, and they're going to come up there and whoop your butt, son. Perfect. We need them. <laughs> and your clients do, too. That's what guides love to have is the jerk on the other end of that rod, on the end of the rod with a hook on it, that end of the rod we're talking about. <laughs> you know, the, the action, people talk about Alaska-style fishing in California, and I have for years. I mean, a big fish in Alaska is 30, 40 pounds. A big fish down here this year is like 30 pounds plus. You've got it, folks. Alaska-style fishing right in your own backyard. If the king salmon fishing isn't great, Justin can take you right over and get you into stripers or sturgeon or just about anything else you'd like to fish for. What kind of pressure you got on the river right now, Justin? Are there a lot of guys still out? Overall, it is Saturday, so we're going to have a lot heavier pressure than we would on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So there is quite a bit of boat pressure. I, I think that's going to make things a little bit tougher, but I don't think it's going to kill or bite. It just isn't going to help it. Well, if anything, hopefully they kind of stay off to the side and turn them out of his back eddies and get us kicked over to us, and that will help us. Well, you're a little downriver from Barge Hole, but uh, is the Barge Hole going to be bumper cars today? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be. Those fish, there's a lot of them, but, man, they look like dog food. Well, you know, if they look like a roadkill and the guy says, hey, that's one for the smoker, that's a good one to release, folks, a real good one to release. <laughs> Justin, I want to thank you for hooking up with us, and not to mention sharing your techniques and what you're laying out there in front of them so that everybody can get out there and catch fish. But, folks, real quick, before we let Justin go, I got a letter from a gentleman, a retired colonel from the military, uh, Colonel Steve Mitchell, as a matter of fact, retired from Fairfield, or the base out there, and he wanted to know where he could learn how to fish for all these multiple species. Well, folks, this is how you learn to fish for multiple species. You find a quality guide. You let that guide know what your intentions are on that trip for the day, that you'd like him to teach you everything you can. And, folks, guys like Justin will share this information with you. They'll make sure you know it. They want you to be able to catch fish in the future. It's just like doing a seminar. They're sharing their knowledge with you on the water so you can take it with you. And I know that uh, Colonel Steve Mitchell is probably going to be going out with a couple of these guys and learning what he can. He wants freshwater, salmon, trout. He wants to learn that. He wants to learn sturgeon. He wants to learn salmon in the rivers. What a better way and a less expensive way than trying to hire somebody to teach you than to go with a guide and have some fun at the same time. Justin, give them the hookup info so they can do just that. Absolutely. My phone number is 530-277-6870. Everything you can find on Facebook, email, messenger, phone number, reports, everything. Outcast Guide Service on Facebook, and that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. You got it. And Stephen Mitchell, Colonel Stephen Mitchell out there, thank you so much for the note because you reawoke me to the fact that we need to keep people on entry-level stuff involved and informed on our show so they understand what we're talking about when we're talking techniques and everything else. We want to teach you right here on the show, but you can't learn any better than going with one of our guides. Take care, Justin, and thanks for sharing with us. We appreciate it. Thank you.
All right, you have a good one, my friend. And, Colonel, thank you again for waking me up. I appreciate it. I hope you have a good learning and a good education. And I just want to say I still hated school. (laughs) Well, we know why. Yeah, well. You know what? what? It's time to uh, announce a gun winner with uh, Gun Owners of California's. Is it? Yes, it's not you. But, you know, in a little under four weeks, U.S. Supreme Court's going to hear arguments on a very important Second Amendment case regarding concealed carry. But may affect all of our Second Amendment rights. You want to make sure that you stay informed and uh, know what's going on uh, and know what's going on down at the Capitol as well. Make sure you are uh, belonging to Gun Owners of California, gunownersca.com. Just give them a call, 916-984-1400. Winner 41 is not set. The 2021 Gun Owners of California 52 Guns 52 Weeks Raffle. Ticket 981. Jordan Aotti of Willows, California. Jordan, you got a Marlin Model 338 Winchester Lever Action Rifle and 3030 Winchester. Uh, and they're going to be giving you a call soon down at Sportsman's Warehouse to do all the proper paperwork on that. 2021, 46 year of fighting for your gun rights. If you're not a member, you need to be. Support Gun Owners of California. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation. And that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca, or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fishermen and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us live this morning from the decks of his long-range boat, I hope, is our good friend Steve Carson, Senior Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, Tuna. Good morning, Seth. And no, I'm not on the boat yet because I'm still in the midst of 
absolute parking lot mayhem. <laughs> uh, they just had two police cars come through here to keep the crowds under control, keep them from killing each other. It's insane. And I'm watching the the, uh, the American Angler. I'm getting ready to go out on the American Angler on a pan fishing university uh, eight day excursion. So they're unloading the the catch of you know the the just return trip. And imagine you dreaming of the greatest catch you could ever be part of, the most big fish by by every single person on the boat, and how big they are that you could even imagine in your wildest dreams. And there's more fish, and they're bigger. Oh, geez. Tuna, you are about ready to go out for one of the trips of your life, aren't you? Well, yeah, although uh, we're going to get a little weather bonus that they didn't get, me, meaning not a weather bonus, a little yeah. weather penalty, I should say. Well, um, so we're, we're going to have to deal with that. And, and uh, in fact, I was listening to the intro, and I'm supposed to give a, um, a, uh, a pure fishing tip of the week. I'll give you the tip of the year. Two-speed Penn International. <laughs> two speeds. No, you are not strong enough to fish without a two-speed. You are not. Buy them. Get them. Don't, go, don't leave the dock without them. It, it, literally, every person on this trip has got the limit of fish that are anywhere from 40 to 140 pounds. It's, it's crazy. Tuna, they, they are everywhere right now. I'm hearing off, right off a of half moon bay. They're only going out 15, 20 miles to get bluefin out there. Think, things are popping, dude. They're popping all over the place. One thing I've been still waiting for is where are the albacore? Well, actually the albacore are Westport, Westport, um, Washington and Newport, Oregon. If you want to go the other way. No, nah, I want well, to why, why would you go for 20 pound fish? When you can go for a hundred and twenty pound fish, I don't understand. Because I'm a wimp. You, <laughs> that yeah, is... I, I refer back to to my intro. Two speed and <laughs> international. Do they make a three speed yet? Do they make one? Not not yet. Well, but, hey, you know, with enough money, it can happen. You know, Seth, I'm just blown away that Senior Tuna does not have his own parking spot at Fisherman's Land. I thought there'd be a sign. I did too, right next to Lapresti. Yeah, <laughs> reserve. <laughs> what is uh, reserve, yeah, Senior uh, Tuna? He, he's, he's not here today. He's hiding from the parking lot mayhem too. But well, park in his spot. <laughs> you can imagine, folks. World class fishing going on in San Diego with that population base down there. People must be flying in to go out and have fun with this. I know James Smith ish. All these guys. Oh, yeah. are racing down there to do I'd race down there with a Yeti they're, to meet him at the dock. They're hiring trucks to bring all their fish back up here. Yeah. It's, they, they are. Yeah, we've got guys in line waiting to board our boat that are from uh, Oregon, Idaho. Uh, I think there's one guy from Wisconsin. Believe me, this is this is a world-class destination fishery. This is not just some place where the locals go to catch a few fish. This is really something very special in the history of our sport. Well, Steve, you sound excited about it, and if you're excited about a trip, well, you're excited about all of them, you know it's going to be a phenomenal trip out there. And for all those guys getting on board, seeing the fish coming off, they have got to be dreaming like mad tonight when they go to sleep. And I have I have a humble goal, um, but... but uh, 200 pounds. So you, you, can sort, you can sort of relate to it. And that is now, they're catching some big yellowtail, too. And the yellowtail are not as big as the tuna, but they're big. And I've caught a fair number of yellowtail, over 50 pounds. Not a lot, but some. But they've all been caught on bait. 
So sort of in my little mental uh, register in my mind, they don't count when they're on bait. <laughs> so I'm my goal, I, my biggest yellowtail ever on a jig is 42 and a half pounds. So my goal is to break 50 pounds on a jig on yellowtail. Well, we'll see, if like, I, see if I can do it. I'd like to give you a tip. If the wind's in your face, you're in the right place, Tuna. And if the wind's in your back, you're going to have an empty sack. That's exactly it. You pounded that into me all over on a on a trip one day. That is exactly the truth, folks, and it makes fishing so much easier. And which we direction? We've got parking lot mayhem now. Now we've got people driving the wrong way in the parking lot, causing even more mayhem. You got people trying to board the boats. You got people trying to unload their catches. The big black truck with the, the Iowa logo down the side of it. Uh, yeah, as a Yamaha fact, skier. I, I think I do see ish. Because, <laughs> because we're going on the American Angler, the boat right next to us loading is Ish's favorite boat, the Vagabond, which is another one of my favorites. I'm not going on at this time, so I, I have a feeling he may be he may be trying to sneak out and, and be incognito. Well, I know you're planning on sneaking out too and having a great time. Steve, you deserve a wonderful trip like this. Enjoy every minute of it and please bring back lots of stories to share with our listeners. We'll do it. Don't forget my advice. Two-speed pin internationals. No, you cannot crank these fish in with a single-speed reel. Listen to me. I suggest you buy two of them at least, folks. At least. All right, Steve. Bye, Sep. Have a great trip, Steve. I Are you back for next weekend or the following? No, no I, will, I will not be back in time for next week's show, but uh, you'll have a good report the following one. I appreciate it, my friend. Bring me tuna. Enjoy every minute of your trip. All right, talk to you soon. Take care. What a great trip he's about to he's have. He's excited. You can, you can yeah, tell. It's, it's in his voice. He's Who just... do we have to talk to at Fisherman's Landing to get him a parking spot? I mean, really? Frank. <laughs> Reserve. Frank LaPresti. Steve Carson. He's the only guy down there who can take the paintbrush out there and nobody's going to argue with him. Good point. Yep. <laughs> Be see, eating that paintbrush you if bicep, you do. You see the biceps uh, on that boy? Man. You know, I mean, it, it's an old film, but if, if you, you don't, if you've never watched The Ultimate Challenge, which uh, was the first film ever it. done in a row of Polaris when it was done, and to watch LaPresti fight those fish. Yeah. He's an animal. Yes, he is. And, it, what, and that's he, why he had the biceps that he And has. you know what he really likes to do? Go to his place at Lake Shasta and catch two pound spotted bass. It's just a big deal to him. That's uh, it is funny, but we catching two pound trout. Well, Presty and I talk bass fishing all the time when I get to see him. It's a, it's a crack up. Well, we've got uh, Mr. Netzel on hold already. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service out on the water this morning, and I'm not sure if he's on kings or if he's on stripers. I'm going to predict he's on kings trolling around. Let's find out how wrong I can be. Let's hook up with the man himself from Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Netzel. Good morning, James. Oh, I'm sitting at the dock waiting for clients. Well, that's <laughs> standard operating procedure at times. So is it yeah. salmon or is it striper today? Uh, stripers today. Outstanding. Tell us about the salmon action. What's been going on with the Metro uh, salmon trolling out there? Uh, they've been off and on. I, I, I was supposed to go out yesterday. My, I was on my buddy's boat and he had boat troubles, so I didn't go. And, uh, so, uh, but the reports I'm hearing, the guys that are sitting on anchor up at Verona are catching a fish or two a day, uh, trolling. They're getting them too. I think sitting on anchor is probably a little bit better. Uh, and you know, what I do, I'd, I'd sit on anchor for the first couple hours and start trolling once that sun hits the water. Uh, in the metro area, uh, it's art. It, it's it's real scattered. Uh, some guys, they're the regular guys that are out there all the time. You know, they go out there for a couple hours in the morning. That's the best bite. You got a couple chances. 
you got pretty much a uh, chance right until the sun hits the water. Then after that, it's almost a crapshoot. You know, I think you're almost wasting your time. Yeah, well, that's uh, why that clear water. That's why so many of the guys have switched over to stripers with as many as a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred and thirty fish in the morning out there in the. They were out in the Broad Slough area, or yeah, Broad Slough. There's a lot of opportunities out there to get into stripers, and they've been catching some big ones in the seven to fourteen pound range for the bulk of the fish. That gives you a yeah. great alternative fish when these salmon are kind of uh, scooting through these warmer waters and heading north. Yeah, I got a couple of kids on the boat today uh, when they get here, and uh, uh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to call them out on air, but uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, it, it, there's lots of action with stripers. Uh, it's you know, you salmon this, right now with the with the current situation, you got a couple chances. Uh, stripers using live bait, we're, we can, we're going to catch 40 or 50 fish today easily. That's the name of the game, getting those kids out there and smiling. I want to see broad smiles on everybody's face. Well, James, you've got the salmon and you've got the stripers to last you for a while. What are you going to be moving to after that? Uh, probably my couch. After after <laughs> striper season, I'll move to my couch for a couple months, do some more vacationing with the wife. And then get ready for spring stripers. But uh, I, I I will be back on the water for uh, Kings next week because uh, Brad's did send me a bunch of their new uh, 360 flashers. Now I got and, to, I got all the pictures from uh, Scott Kyle, the owner, up there, and uh, I said your pictures are great. Dodgers are better, bud. Oh yeah, you got wait till you see them. They're just they're just revolutionary. They they got a, they're a little bit smaller than the Pro Trolls. But they have a. You can adjust the thump on them. You know, where the pro trolls are just spin. These ones you can spin. You can also have them thump. I don't know if you understand what thump is. You know, rather than just going around a circle. Oh, I know uh, what thump is. It's that hard thunk at the bottom of the turn. It really snaps that thing around and moves your lure. Exactly. We were we were catching uh, fish at buoy ten last year when other people weren't catching them, and I just can't wait to get use them on the river. Plus, they have a built-in release on them, and it, it's on a. Uh, a uh, piece of uh, stretchy cord so that even if you drop the rod tip, you still got tension on, on the fish. Because they, 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 up there, they're using them with barbless hooks. Luckily, we got barbs on ours that holds the fish on a little bit better. But uh, if it works up there with barbless hooks, it's going to work great down here with when we got barbs on them. You know they'll roll, and they will do the job for you, no question about it. In fact, Scott Call is going to be joining us on air here in the next couple of weeks. We talked to him just a couple of days ago. Well, James, oh, nice. James, give them all the hookup information they need, whether they want to chase stripers or kings locally here in the SAC metro area. Give them the phone number as well as the website so they can find out more and get on board with you. Yeah, you can reach me toll free at 888 uh, Website is com, And I want to say October 23rd, uh, we're having the Disabled Vet Fishing Event. And we're looking for volunteers uh, for stripers and salmon, both out of uh, Brandon Island. So any of you guides out there that would like to donate some time, or you'll even take folks that aren't guides as long as they have boats and all the equipment, correct? Hey, if it floats and it doesn't leak, uh, we'll take it. All right. Well, it's a great program, folks, and James does this every single year. Keep them informed on it. We'll keep talking about it, my friend. All right. Talk to you later. Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. Hey, it's about time for Maryland and get a clue, isn't it? Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Fishing is so good, so get out and enjoy the action. But are you sure you know where and how? Best advice, hire a guide. It's great having somebody do all the work. First, check to ensure your guide is professional, licensed, and bonded. You do pay him, but remember, you need to tip for the service. So how much? An average trip with a basic knowledgeable guide warrants 10%. Two guys on a $300 deal would tip $30 or $15 each. For a good trip with a decent knowledgeable guide who knows more than you do and has good equipment would tip 15 to 20%. That $300 trip, around $50. For a great day, an excellent time, a professional guide who knows what he's doing and gives results justifies a 25% tip. That's $75 to $100. Enjoy that trip and take good photos so you can keep on enjoying the experience. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Some guides just take you fishing. But Sean Rainsbarger of Sean's Guide Service takes you where the fishing is good, giving clients the best chance for hookups. Sean's Guide Service offers personal guided trips for up to six anglers in his 22-foot, fully enclosed Bolton fishing machine. Sean guides year-round at Donner Lake, Lake Tahoe, Stampede, Boca, and Buller's Bar for Kokanee, Rainbows, and Lake Trout, and seasonally hits the Sacramento River for the Big Striper and King Salmon Runs. When it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting with Sean's Guide Service. Give them call and book a trip 530-802-4484 seansguideservice.net when you're looking for the latest in fishing gear accessories and live bait elkhorn bait and tackle is where you'll find everything you need for fishing fun from trout to bass sturgeon to stripers and salmon to shad there's a licensed and bonded guide behind the counter and he freely shares tips tricks and top locations for action learn about curing rope from the pros and how to properly rig for success and more important elkhorn Bait always has the best and largest selection of fresh baits like crawdads, minnows, pile worms, blood worms, night crawlers, and more, including frozen tray baits. Elkhorn Bait and Tackle, 20th Street and Elkhorn Boulevard west of Watt, 916-991-5298. Hey, they're also your local U-Haul dealer. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. 
That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers, and the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Seth with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Today, I'd like to talk to you about staying warm in an RV, especially in cold weather. You know, whether you're driving a big diesel pusher RV that costs you a quarter million dollars or more, or pulling a little scamp trailer you got for a few thousand dollars, chances are it's already rigged up with a propane heater and a fan-forced fan that'll blow the heater distributed throughout your trailer, your camper, your um, RV, wherever. But you gotta think about that. Number one, you're burning propane. Most of these RVs are equipped with maybe five gallons or 10 gallon tanks of RV propane. So you're burning propane and you stand a chance of running out of that. You sure don't want your propane to be the only source of warmth you have, especially if you run out of propane. But what if you run out of power? What if you got plenty of propane and you don't have hookups? Well, you've got batteries. And yes, your heaters in the RVs and campers usually work with just the battery power. That will blow the fan and blow the heat from your propane out into the rig. But you know how long that battery will last? Blowing that heat out? Not very long. My guess is if you go to bed about 10, around 1.30, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, you're gonna be getting awful chilly. You can't run out of propane and you can't run out of battery if you're totally dependent upon the unit supplied propane heater in your trailer, RV, camper, cab over, whatever. 
But so you've got to have some solutions to that. And there's a lot of them out there on the market nowadays, too. I carry the Mr. Heater with me in there, too. A couple of propane bottles, screw into each side of it, hit a button, lights up, keep the whole place warm. Heck, you could drive yourself out of there and get so warm. But you got to use those little propane bottles. They're getting more and more expensive, about five bucks a piece right now for one that'll last you about two to four hours, depending on how far you got it turned up. So you're talking about $10 worth of propane a night just to stay warm each night. So you don't want to run out of propane either. And you might want to have a backup. If you've got power around plug-ins, you should be in pretty good shape. Heck, do what Marilyn and I do. Take a couple of other heaters that plug into electricity and let the RV resort pay for your heat that night instead of burning up your propane or your vehicle batteries. Makes a whole lot more sense. But take along a lot of blankets. Sleep in some sweats. If you're out there in the winter, you like cold weather in the outdoors or you wouldn't be out there facing it right now. You know, and backup heaters, small little dinky heaters, They've got them that plug into the walls if you have power or small propane heaters. In fact, Mr. Heater makes a little dinky one, a heater buddy, a big buddy, and a big monster that also connects to your propane tank if you've got a spare. So you've got five gallons, 10 gallons of propane, 20 pounds of propane, whatever, in a tank running your heater. And when it's cold several days in a row, you might want to make sure you got extra propane or someplace you can refill fast. Well, it's not like air conditioning. Yeah, you can use you can use all the heating sources you can, but you can use solar. But how long solar heat gonna work for you, powering the blowers, unless you've got a super expensive solar plan. And of course, there's another thing that's out. You're seeing more and more of them out there, the lithium charging systems. Not necessarily the generator that we'll talk about last, but these lithium battery charging systems, I've got a Jackery 1500 charging system. It is batteries in a pouch that carry, weighs about 15 to 20 pounds. You carry around just like you would a big tackle box. And you can plug right into it and it'll work for hours on its own. And it comes with 400 watts of solar download protection when the sun's, sun's coming. You can put those out, recharge the unit, or you can plug it in the wall and recharge it at home and just write off electricity. There's some great new stuff out there to help you in the outdoors. So when you're out there in the winter during cold weather, there's no excuse not to stay warm. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and we're still trying to get Steve Mitchell woke up. Maybe he's listening on his radio on the boat. Maybe you can call in now, Mr. Mitchell. Captain Steve Mitchell, where are you? 
but we've got it covered. We have a means of taking care of business around here. It all happens under five-minute segments. Listen to this pickup. You know, Steve Mitchell will be checking in with us shortly, we hope. Joining us right now is from Western Outdoor News, the editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. And I challenged him this week to come up with a list of places that he could go fishing if he had to fish every day next week. So my question, Dave, where the heck are you going fishing this coming week? Clear Lake, Boy. Clear Lake, Clear Lake, <laughs> Clear Lake. That has me to Thursday. And Clear Lake. Ah, well, we know where Kent's going to be. We're right, safe. Right. We're good. You can get a boat in there, Kent? Absolutely. <laughs> get it okay, in. It's good. like getting it out there. Not a problem. A trick. You bring your waders there? Is no, that where you can get No, it? you get it at 5th Street still. It's still open up in Lakeport. It's, it's the best it's, launching. It's, it's tricky if you're it's, over it's 20. Tricky. Yeah, it's tricky, but still, still launchable. Well, you know, that's one great thing about us fishermen. We all have different tastes, and there's a lot that we can do in California. Clear Lake would not be on my list, but I know it's got to be one of the best bass fisheries in the in the world. But I had some other plans. You know, Sap, I think it's kind of funny that your phone wasn't working on Wednesday or Thursday because I didn't get that call either for Bodega Bay. Yeah, well, so. good. that's what happens when we have great friends and guys like Mike Ogney around. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I got to check my service and see what's going on, but you know, there's a lot of really great things out there. I would love to go out on one of these uh, these trips out to that Fanny Shoals where they're going out to this place called the Soap Bank, a place that hasn't been fished in 30 years. You know, you get spoiled when you get to go to places like uh, Alaska or I fished for a number of years up in Shelter Cove. And when you catch those really big rock fishing lanes, you don't look at anything the same. It, it kind of skews your vision on what's going on. But that kind of got me excited, the fact that they're catching all those big rockfish out there. And I think I, 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 that would be number one on my list to go, would be out there. If we got the weather to go make that long run, and uh, it'd definitely be worth it. It's to be a, an experience. Okay, and, that uh, takes care of Monday. Where are you going Tuesday? Tuesday. Well, you know, it is almost Halloween and we did have an arrival of the ghosts in San Francisco Bay yesterday. Uh-oh. Uh, the gentleman we call Ron, the ghost whisperer, Ron Koyasako, who I went out with last year and caught three. I never caught a white sea bass before. I caught three in one day, and uh, he got nine out of 12 hookups yesterday and some big ones, too. Now, that is a blast. Those fish pull really hard, and I have to say they are one of the best-tasting fish there is, though. So, that fishery is amazing. So that takes care of what, Tuesday? Yeah, you're covered for Monday and Tuesday. Well, then I would hope, you know, my phone might ring, but I'm not counting on it. But that Bodega Bay salmon sounded pretty darn good, too. I'm not counting on it either, but the more we say it on the radio, and the closer we get to an invite. <laughs> but, yeah, I, that Bodega Bay salmon sounds really good, and it's just amazing that it's this late in the season and those big fish are out there. I think that's fantastic. Did he uh, send you the photos of the pigs? I haven't seen those I'll, yet. No, I'll send them over to you in a couple of minutes. I mean, they're leg-long <laughs> fish, man, and they are fat. They're probably 12 inches from the bottom of the gut to the top of the back. So you see the trend here. I like big fish. Then I think I would be going, if Steve Mitchell was picking up his phone, I know he's <laughs> out there today, and I know yesterday he, he worked hard for a, a number of undersized fish. He said the fish were all there. It just weren't biting. I mean, you could just see them on the meter. But then we had that little weather change yesterday. We had the south wind come in, and I think they most of them struggled yesterday. But I would go out, and I would catch and release the sturgeon uh, as many as I could. I was really happy to hear about Jay Lopes' report earlier this week 
uh, earlier in the show today about how he's only keeping one or two. I did write a big article this last week in Western Outdoor News on how much is too much. So I was really happy to hear that. Then I think I'd go to Pyramid Lake. You know, the hunt and cutthroats up there are just unbelievable. You know, I got a thing about Pyramid Lake, and I didn't talk to J.D. after the opener to find out how it went after that week. Did he fish it? Do you know? I don't know if he fished it, but I do know, I do have a report from it. I did one for Western Outdoor News. It was unbelievable. Oh, damn. I knew I should have been there. (laughs) They got him up to 22 and a half pounds. A lot of fish over 10 pounds. I mean, it was just, the boat guys really did better than the shore guys the shore guys had did you hear about the boat launch it was pretty crowded they were handing out tags one of jd's friends was number 147 at the ramp and there were over 200 boats in line it was like bodega bay in july when the when the the load launch is backed up from west uh west side all the way up to highway one yeah yeah those things that I would like to avoid, to be honest with you. But Pyramid Lake Cutthroat sounds pretty amazing. Um, I would go, number day number six, I think I would go for striped bass in the Delta. I love sitting on the anchor. I love fishing fresh shad the way that my uh, good friend, the late Jay Sorensen, uh, taught me so many times. And I love hearing that clicker take off and it just reel blows out. Anybody of us that grew up in the Delta, uh, that you know, in the 60s, did that kind of fishing? That's something that gets us fired up. So did I Jay, would do that. Did Jay always use the uh, uh, butterfly on the shad? Oh, he was all about butterflying yeah, the shad. I know it, he'd fillet that thing back so it'd move and wave in the current of the water to attract fish and all the scent. And I'm just going, man, you got to do all this to catch fish. Yeah, he would do that, and then he would have that smoke from his. You know, he'd smoke about two packs of cigarettes out there on a on a trip, and the smoke never seemed to bother the stripers. They seemed to always go to his rod as opposed to mine. So he was quite the guy. As maybe far as maybe nicotine is a good attractant out there. It might be. And then the, I think day seven, I would really like to take a try. You know, Lake Amador for the first time planted yesterday. Uh, they put in a thousand pounds of cut bows yesterday, and those are a lot of fun to catch. They fight really hard. I don't know if a thousand pounds would make a difference, but that lake is really low, and that's a fun fishery in the winter time. Well, they got that. They got that beautiful lightning trout that they have in there too. That just makes a. It looks fancy like a golden trout. It looks like a goldfish. <laughs> Girl, you're, you're kidding. It's really a good looking <laughs> fish. It's definitely different. It looks like a carp and a goldfish had a baby. <laughs> Coming from a bass fisherman, you might expect that. Yeah, you know, I, you don't hear too much about Lake Amador for bass either. I know they're in there, though. Oh, it's a great lake. Yeah, well, yeah. It really is. It's got a lot of good fish in it. Yeah, I used to fish that a lot. We'd troll around in there. It'd be, mm-hmm. take about five minutes to do a lap around the lake, and you'd probably pick up four or five guys' bobbers trying to do that on some of the tight turns. Yeah. It is a prolific fishery, a great place for families to go, kids to go. You can fish from shore or from boat. Yes, I think it's one of the best places from shore uh, for big for big fish because I think that's one reason. They don't plant any small fish in there, so uh, the bass, they have to work a little bit harder, wouldn't you say, Kansas? It's not like putting kokanee in there. they got well, open no, their mouth a lot wider. Yeah, they'll, they're, there's still plenty to eat in that lake, though. They'll, uh, <laughs> they'll choke down a rainbow, no problem. So those would be my spots that I would go for this week. There's a lot of really good opportunities out there. It's kind of varied. Um, if uh, I guess my all honorable mention, I would go to Lake 
Alpine up at 7,000 feet. I don't think you can put a, a, a boat off the launch there, but you can hand carry in a kayak or, and that's a beautiful place to troll around. And in the early in October, those trout are hungry and they're really close to the surface right now. You know, we're going to see that happening as the, as the weather gets cooler, but I think they got a little snow today. From what I understand. Wouldn't surprise me at all. In fact, my buddy Richard Burton from Honda Marine was in the Eastern Sierras. He was over at, uh, uh, Silver Lake had his family coming over and they got the snows up there. They closed 88, closed 89. That leaves him Tioga to get back over the top. So he turned, turned heels and headed home a little early from that trip, but it was absolutely gorgeous and beautiful over there. Not a lot of people kind of clearing out right now. And that's kind of good. It takes the pressure off and the fish are probably still there. It's one of my favorite trips over that way with uh, the fall colors too. It's just, just uh, a gorgeous, gorgeous trip. It's on trip. the verge of happening. That's it what, should be happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get the notes from, uh, John, I can't, can't remember. Is it Priamro or yeah. something like that? He sends out all this information about here's the phase they're at. Here's the mm-hmm. phase they're at. And that's great information for us all. Well, I wouldn't overlook Lake Berryessa, that's for sure, because um, the action is really starting to pick up. Kokanee action, petering out. Those guys are doing the thing. And what they're seeing now there are the two-pound rainbows and larger starting to show up, and as well as king salmon. And they're being caught on the troll. They aren't still fishing them yet. They aren't tossing lures yet into schools of shad. But they're out there trolling. Instead of going down 80, 100, 120 feet for the cokes, they're up at 45 to 50 feet. We all saw all those marks before when you were going for cokes and you wondered what they are. Well, that's where all the trout and kings are holding right now. And they're pretty darn good action. Mark Blanton had his kids out there last week and they had a stringer full of nice sized fish. So that being in my own backyard, that's a place I'm going to target for sure. Mr. Brown, where are you going to be heading? It's not going Las to be Vegas, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, you're, in you're the heading, morning. You're heading down to Lake Mead. I'm going to head down to Lake Mead for a couple of days, Sep, and, uh, and hang out at the One Bash U.S. Open, 39th, uh, U.S. Open. That'll be on. a big event with all the big names from across the yeah, country. A lot of, a lot of anglers there. coming in from across the country, a lot of Western anglers, a 200 boat field at a very low Lake Mead. Uh, with some very uncertain weather in the forecast. Well, so. Dave, that gives you a couple more things. You could be down fishing the big, uh, the open at Lake Mead. Maybe you could uh, do that next Sunday. Oh, I think that that could be on the agenda, huh? Yeah, no, no. that would be embarrassing for you and I, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just not built to be a bass fisherman. I'm just not tough enough. In Neither my one of you want to take that ride through the narrows if it gets lumpy at Lake Mead, I promise you. I never want to take that Delta run with you again at 45 miles in a storm either. Yeah, so. Well, see, that's how that that's how Wonder that why works, I don't bass fish? Kent yeah, Brown. You guys that's why I don't bass You guys aren't bulletproof enough. But, no, that I mean, now it's going to be uh, where I'm headed. I'm headed down there uh, flying, just flying down for a couple of days tomorrow morning. No, you're going to play, play boat rep. You're going to play boat rep. I Absolutely know what, what I'm doing. Yeah, yep. just hand out tickets to the guys that want to come up and say, hey, can you fix me up in a boat? Yeah, exactly right. Get yeah. in line. Get in line. Uh-huh. No, that's what we're doing. Mr. So. Hurley, I thank you so much for putting it together. It is a great choice of stuff, and it kind of highlights all the opportunities that exist even in late fall and early winter right here in California. Well, thanks for the opportunity. It was great, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again soon. You got it, my friend. The editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley. Thanks for hooking up with us, bud. Thank you. All right. He's, you know, great information and always sharing good, solid stuff with us. Hey, our next guest, we found him. I guess a hundred messages and phone calls and talking on the radio work. Let's go live to Captain Steve Mitchell, who keeps his telephone turned way down low, apparently, and join hooked up sport fishing out sturgeon fishing this morning. Good morning, Captain. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. It sounds like you're inside a very quiet cabin right now. 
Oh, well, we just killed the motor. We just end up finding a massive load of fish right now. And uh, that's probably why I didn't hear you. Nope. And then not, not only that, we had dropped uh, earlier. We had a spot that we had found, and we dropped on it, then figured out that it was slack tight, so we were out there pulling the anchor back up. And now we're on another mother load of fish right now. I'm watching what? some massive fish go by. What, did, what are you seeing on your screen? Tell our listeners what a mother oh, load man, of fish some, is like on a graph. Hey, I mean, I mean some oversized fish that's just looking like logs, looking like telephone poles going by. I mean, back to back, left and right. I'm for sure we're about to dig into them real deep, you know. So looking forward to that. How deep of water are you fishing today? Uh, I'm sitting in about 48 feet right off the shelf uh, up here by uh, Chain Island, and uh, it's been actually a lot of action here here lately. We've been averaging probably about anywhere from nine to ten fish a trip, and uh, that's from uh, slots overs and uh shakers but there's been some really good fishing going on here and right now i mean it's wide open for anybody if you want to get out here if you really want to get a trophy fish now will definitely be the time so steve what's the pressure like out there Are guys starting to catch on to them or do they think it's not going to happen for a while no they're starting to catch on to them like like uh dave was saying uh, a lot of these guys is kind of like figuring it out a little bit you know and uh it's getting to the point to where you're starting to see a lot of people hooking up. You know, the the fish haven't went anywhere. We ain't had no rain. So being that we haven't had any rain, it hasn't put, pushed the fish up out of here anywhere or sent them up river. So they're hovering in the same area where we left them at earlier this season. And, uh, man, I mean, I don't know, Seth, but if it stays like this for a while, yeah, I'd be concerned about the fishery itself because uh, with this role, like Dave was saying, it's guys and got keen to what's going on here, and uh, they can really put a hurting on these fish, you know, because they're not really going anywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. We don't really know what's in the system as far as the fish is concerned, but just to see so many fish being removed out of it, man, I mean, you know, it's something to be paying attention to, I'll tell you that much. Well, I know you and uh, Zach and Jay and everybody are promoting a lot of catch-and-release fishing for sturgeon to keep the population strong and viable for other anglers and next generations out there. And I know you're pushing just keep a few. Don't keep all you need because there's plenty of meat on one for a whole boatload of people to enjoy meals. No doubt about that. Well, Jay, or Jay, what what seems to be your best bait out there, Steve? What seems to be the best attractor? Is it strictly row, or they still hit eel and stuff like that too? Well, we're getting them on all three baits right now: row, uh, eel, and uh, uh, ghost shrimp. But the main thing right now is the salmon row. Uh, I tell you what, Seth, you know. If we were to wipe out the salmon roll as a bait, if they just banded that, do you know how much, you know, that would do for our fishery? It would save two species of fish. It would save the salmon, for one, because we're not hunting them. You, you, you keep all the poachers away from killing them for their eggs. And then you won't kill so many sturgeon because the sturgeon key into that salmon roll. That's like sturgeon candy you know so they automatically go to it and then with all these super cures that we all have out here i mean if you do away with that i say you know we'd be saving something but right now the main thing is the roll then the second thing would be the eel 
and then of course the shrimp at the end. But you got those two, the eel, and you got that roe. You're hammering fish, you know. As long as you you know you know how to set up on them and everything, and know where these fish is going to end up at once you do set up on them, you can get them. Well, and that, that's what we've been doing. And that that's why it's important for people to really start taking a good look at what they're doing out there. Not only the guides, and I know you guys do all the time, but the clients on board need to take a good look at what's happening. What is the excitement here? Is the excitement dragging something home and showing all your neighbors and then cleaning it up and putting it away? Or is the excitement going out and having experience with friends on the water, fighting the fish? And let me tell you, I get just as excited reviving them and watching them swim away as anybody would cutting their head off and eating it later on. I don't yeah, really, me too. I don't really particularly care for fish except a few species and I just really feel good about the opportunity. Thanks for all the fun you gave me. Thanks for giving me the experience and watching them swim away. Now, I'm done. I sit down and I just say, "Okay, I'm cool." That's that's me though. And there's people that want to catch as many of them as possible. And I remember days where my brother and I went out and we'd catch two or three or four, bring them all home and then we'd be throwing away frozen meat 6 months, 8 months later. It just, exactly. It's pointless, folks. Just keep what you need. Let the rest go, and the guides will support you to the max. You can count on it, Steve. Yeah, and that's I'm I'm pushing that. I'm pushing that really tough. Like guys, if you go out with us, hook us for fishing, you catch and release a fish, you get a free trip with us because uh, believe me, you can always come back out here with us and catch another one, and that's a given. So yeah, yeah that's how we look at it. That's a great thing. Repeat that again for those that weren't listening close. I was saying, you know, if you come out with hooked up sport fishing, you catch and release your fish, you get to earn a free trip and come right back out and catch another one because uh, we're trying to keep the population there so when our grandchildren grow up and their kids grow up and so on, they'll have something to fish for versus us just depleting the population of this species of fish, which is one of the biggest freshwater fish that you can catch if you're looking for a real game fish that's going to give you everything you're looking for highly acrobatic tail walking line ripping and all that you better just try and preserve what you have here before it won't be here too long yeah if you take them all there won't be any fish out there to whoop your butt there it is there well steve i'm glad you have that attitude it's a very respectable attitude to have towards the fisheries and the respect to the fish Keep fishing them, bud, and keep sharing your information with people out there and keep making them smile. And I'm sure they'll start releasing them on their own or they'll tell you, hey, we only want to keep one today. Let's release them all. Right, right. That's real quick, plan. give them the hookup real quick. All right, yeah, guys, yeah, I can be reached at 707-655-6736 or you can find me on uh, the web at hookedupsportfishing.com and that hook is spelled H-O-O-K apostrophe D. Oh, you just type in hooked up sport fishing Steve Mitchell and you'll get to him. Trust me. (laughs) Take care, Captain. Have a a great day on the water, Captain, and I hope you just knock the snot out of him today. All right, Seb. You guys have a good one. Take care. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Well, Mr. Brown, big day. You're heading down to Lake Mead. Well, yeah, we're going to Lake Mead. That should be fun and uh, get to hang out down there and see some old friends. And uh, You were talking yeah. to them all on the show this morning. It was. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys coming out. Byron Velvet, who's a two-time uh, U.S. Open the champion. Bachelor, yeah, the Bachelor, folks. the Bachelor. Yeah, always fun to, to get to hang out with uh, with Byron and, and the crew. So um, that part's fun. And, uh, you know, I can't get down there without a little bit of me just going, wait, where's my boat parked? i got to get my tackle ready. I need to. 
to do this. You but, know, a uh, boat rep should have a boat someplace. I have one in my garage, as a matter of fact. There's a there's a ranger sitting in my garage, absolutely. And, uh, Keeps it, it nice it, and clean in there. It is time to go. Yeah, it's time to actually try to get out and do some fishing. Fall's so much fun. And, you know, low water. I love going to the Delta in the fall. I like uh, I like playing around in the river. Um, you know, normally this time of year, Sep, I'm fishing Folsom a bunch. And, uh, you know, it's still five mile an hour and very, and it's and five minutes on, from your house. Yeah. And it's kind of sketchy on the launch out there. Granite Bay's still got a ramp open though. So, well, you got some rains coming. It looks like Gosh, let's up hope. to 40% next week or the following week. There's a two or yeah. three days of opportunity for rain. Yeah. We have to hope. So cross your fingers, cross yeah. your legs and uh, cross everything you got out there. We got a call from our buddy, John. John Caulfield said he is one of the, one of the concerns with he's the a, new he's regs. A, he's one of the buyers for Fisherman's yeah. Warehouse stores and. One of the regs is that you have to have this three by five red buoy uh, on the crab pots, and uh, he said that uh, there's a shortage of those. They're on the ships out in the ocean that haven't been unloaded yet. Apparently, yeah, I wonder so what they're going to do about might this. Might want to plan ahead. New sport card regulation or sport crab regulations require you to have that on well, there. I'm sure the Department of Fish and Wildlife in California did not put a regulation in that. Uh, you know, you couldn't get the product that you needed to do. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they do. Never mind. Wait a minute. Hold that thought. <laughs> I thought for a minute there you were. Non-lead ammo? You know, they they can't be held responsible for the fact that they're sitting on a truck or on a boat someplace that haven't been unloaded. But uh, they need to get this information out early on so, yeah. so people can know what's going on. And I hope Demoic Acid doesn't come back to bite him in the butt, too. Well, folks, thanks for listening. We sure appreciate you being here. I hope you like the three-hour format. We do. Till next week, this is Seb. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.